Hi, this is Cindy at the Library Partnership. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Patrons and Partnerships. Today our guest is Dakova Beatty, the Program Coordinator for the City of Gainesville Department of Mobility Bicycle and Pedestrian Program. Good morning, and thank you for joining us. Please introduce yourself and your organization. Okay. My name is Jacoba Beatty. I'm with the City of Gainesville Department of Mobility. I operate the Bicycle and Pedestrian Program. Okay. What are the basic services you provide to the community? Well, the Bicycle Pedestrian Program addresses uh, safety, information regarding bicycle pedestrian laws, Um, resources when it comes to um, finding out about how to utilize our community best when you're biking and walking, as well as when we're developing our community, uh, making sure we have appropriate bicycle pedestrian considerations. Um, So we sit with a lot of different groups, have a lot of coalition, and um, share resources so that we can have everyone enjoy our community better. So tell us about yourself, your education, how long you've been in this position, how you got started working for the city of Gainesville and the Bicycle Pedestrian Program. Well, I first of all, I'm a lifelong resident of Gainesville. Um, I've always enjoyed our community, explored it um, as a kid on my bicycle, walking all the different um, treasures of our area. Um, and just growing up, I did a lot of community service. So eventually I was with the, the city of Gainesville and saw an opportunity for the um, working at a community center. So I ran a community center for a couple of years and saw an opportunity to do the bicycle program, which was of interest to me because I was a commuter cyclist. I had given away my, my um, automobile and rode my bicycle for years and enjoyed the community. So I was like, that would be a great opportunity to get around to the community, see more, meet more people. And it has been. So what is your goal, mission, services, resources provided by this bicycle pedestrian program? Well, our program is to address all the type of users of our community. We try to address all the different demographics that are in our community. We have people who are using our facilities for biking and walking for many different reasons. So we need to address all of those persons. So one of the goals is to make sure we're addressing all the demographics. So from toddlers, literally, we go to daycares, all the way up to senior citizens, we are dealing with different demographics to educate and to um, just find different ways to either encourage them to utilize our resources or learn how to do it better or do it in a more safer manner. That sounds wonderful. Safety is always an issue. Can you tell us a little bit about bike boulevards and infrastructure improvements for bicycle and pedestrian use? Yes. These are adaptations in our community that um, when we have our developments with technology, when you have um, faster cars, when you have um, more types of transportation, when you have a wider um, base of who's using transportation, now we have a lot more teens than we did 30 years ago using the roadway. And so with that, we have to realize our transportation infrastructure is different. Our levels of safety is different. So we make adaptations to accommodate 
um, different type of users. So for example, you mentioned a bike boulevard on a high speed, high volume, which means a lot of traffic, um, roadway that may have limited bike lanes, may have a lot of truck traffic for deliveries like our 13th street right in the middle of our community, um, it may not be as inviting to a cyclist, but what we can do is look at some type of adjacent facility, a, a roadway near that area that could better serve for uh, different type of cyclists. So just one block to the east of 13th is 12th street. And from about Gainesville High School, which is probably the 17800 block of Northwest Gainesville going south all the way down to near um, just south of the University of Florida near PK Young, there is an area where instead of riding on 13th Street, you could ride on 12th Street. On the um, address signs, we have a picture and label that it's a bike boulevard. At the intersections where there's traffic signals, there is a uh, detection that picks up that a cyclist is in the roadway to change the signal. They don't have to get off and go press the pedestrian button. We have markings and lighting. We have all type of things to prioritize the bicycle user along that corridor. We also have near the University of Florida something called the bike box. This is a um, marking in the ground at the red light to allow the cyclist to stage in front of the cars when there is a red signal. And the bicycle can clear the intersection ahead of the automobile. And this just allows less confusion and more priority for the cyclist so there's safety. And we have many other projects that we're working on. You may see a lot of pedestrian crossings that um, rapid flashing beacons where there is once it's activated by the pedestrian, there is alert that there's someone crossing the roadway. Um, can you tell us a bit about Gainesville's Vision Zero program? Yes, and Vision Zero generically is just a, a, a response to the many deaths along our roadways. So Vision Zero is a worldwide effort to reduce or eliminate traffic crashes. And um, we use the word crash specifically. We don't want to say accidents because there's always something you can do to try to prevent or avoid the situation. So we, we, we label them as crashes so that we can learn from whatever's happened so we can try to improve. And the premise is reducing speeds. That's one of the most um, uh, top issues regarding Vision Zero, reducing speeds and addressing the roadway to accommodate um, different type of traffic, such as bicycling. So we're talking about looking at the roadways and seeing how we can um, make it more usable for pedestrians and cyclists, making sure that there is a mixed use, making sure that if there is um, certain situations, um, the roadway speed is, is decided upon what type of facility is, whether there's on-street parking, um, how many lanes, um, and sometimes we may put certain designs in the roadway to slow up traffic. If you have a roadway that is just straight and you have no tree line and you just see clear, it gives you the presumption to go fast, like a speedway. If you input trees, if you have a curb, if you have a um, speed table or something to break Roundabout. up. Yeah, something to break up your your um, just need to, to, to speed, it allows uh, your brain to, to realize, I need to slow down. So sometimes it's how we engineer and how we build that can help um, give people the mindset. So you mentioned roundabout, which is a um, 
uh, issue that's kind of controversial. A lot of people hear about roundabout and they get apprehensive and they don't realize this is an engineering tool that allows um, a lot of crashes and, and different situations to be reduced. If you look at roadways that install a roundabout, depending on the situation, what it can tend to do is lessen the opportunities for crashes. At a regular intersection, because you're turning in the path of other vehicles, um, if those vehicles don't stop, there's a crash opportunity. So if you look at all the opportunities for a person driving at a regular intersection to cross the path of another vehicle if someone doesn't obey the, the um, signals, or even pedestrians to be hit because they're walking in the path of vehicles, there's double the amount of opportunities when you have a regular intersection. By having a roundabout, you reduce that opportunity by half because you're all going in the same direction. The roundabout is a slower speed um, design. So hopefully people are obeying the speed, 20, 25 miles per hour sometimes is the average. So these type of designs, these type of, of engineering may on the surface look to be convoluted, but when you look at the, the um, statistics, you look at the data, it shows that it increases safety, it increases um, other opportunities. So how can the community help your department? Well, we are available to the community as far as education and resource goes. There's a lot of stigma with education. A lot of people are, you know, in their mindset, I know how to ride a bicycle, you know, that's just for children, and not realizing that a bicycle on the roadway is a vehicle. Not only that, the bicycle has some of the same rights and responsibilities as other vehicles that's on the roadway. So we do a training to educate the public to know you have to do certain things or you can be cited because of safety. So we go over those laws. We go over some of the new things that are in your community to help to reduce a lot of the crashes. And we also do on bicycle training where we um, allow people to learn some of the safety techniques and maneuvers while you're riding your bicycles. So have us for your um, corporate training, have us for an uh, event, a leisure event, um, a community group, a church group, a civic group, for a talk, for an on-bicycle training. Join in to help educate yourself and others by attending an event or um, making sure that you let us know if you would like us to participate or to host an event. We do have a, a website, GNV Bike, B-I-K-E, PED, P-E-D, Dot com. Again, that's www.gnvbikeped.com. And that's a website where you can get information for meetings we have for events and other opportunities. Awesome. So, Dakova, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share? Yes, I'd like to say that, um, again, a lot of times people are unaware how much you can learn and um, have uh, just more insight um, until they have an event, until they have one of our, our trainings. We have we tailor our events to whatever your needs are. So um, depending on your size, your age demographic, your experience level, we have trainings specifically for your needs. But the truth is our program is year round and we are um, basically a clearinghouse. We're able to help you with whatever your needs are. So we have a lot of people contact us with concerns of debris in the road, or they may have concerns with a facility that they think is a danger, or asking questions about the law, 
or just um, wanting to have um, certain resources or materials for an event. We also have connections with our Florida Pedestrian Bicycle Safety Resource Center housed here at, in Gainesville, Florida at the University of Florida. They are a free distribution for bicycle pedestrian safety information and resources. They also have a bicycle helmet program to which I'm one of the trainers where I can train a, um, a person that's related to a group or connected to a group for two hours and they will be able to freely order resources like bicycle helmets for their community events. So again, we try to meet whatever the needs of our transportation community is. So it's not just a one-sided um, outreach that we're doing. We are here to meet all the needs regarding your bike pit transportation safety. Well, Dakota, that was a lot of information this morning. Thank you so very much for joining our podcast today. And uh, do keep in touch.